flowers are blooming, the grass is growing, and it's time to chop the weeds. Thanks to our sponsor, Manscaped, you can trim your holes safely and efficiently. Love that, Rach. I am talking about ball trimmers, Manscaped, the global leaders in men's below the waist grooming. And we have an exclusive offer for our audience. You're going to use Corked, C-O-R-K-D, and you get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. You can join the other 2 million men who trust Manscaped, but... These two women right here, Rach, I will say it over and over again. How much do we love Manscaped underwear? It's fantastic. Like the most comfortable things I've ever worn. Yeah, I can like understand why you guys love them. I feel like if I had balls, I my I would feel very free, which is great. And have you heard of their Weed Whacker? This nose and ear hair trimmer provides proprietary skin safe technology, which helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. So that means your 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 everything is good you have no more uh, gross no hair nose hair is flying in the wind i cannot stand when a guy has a ton of nose hair because then i don't listen to anything that he's saying right you just stare at it You're and more like, men need this <laughs> and then the ear hair too like when guys get older and they have ear hair you're like i didn't even know that was a thing get yeah together and, and then you'll land hot girls trust me use code corked uh, C-O-R-K-D to get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. I was born for this. I was born for, I was born for this. Welcome back to another episode of Corked Up. I'm Jess Kleinschmidt. I'm Rachel Luba. Here's mama. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest. I'm doing vodka tonight. Just so we're Look at you. I wanted to do vodka. You are doing vodka. Yes. Rachel is this. That's like Rachel's third one. It's kind of funny. Um, so I wanted to do this, like a Pinterest, like a tribute to my Pinterest board of the wedding. I probably will never have. And that is straw. Yeah. Yeah. Drinking out of a Mason jar with a striped straw and vodka. And I think this is like peach juice. I'm going to pretend like I'm getting married at my barnyard wedding that I all like the classy barnyard wedding but that's for another episode uh we have so much to go over today um we are going to be talking some sticky stuff um and if we have time we're going to talk about replay and if we have even more time which we probably won't maybe a, a start to the season but there's a lot to go over um but before we get started Rach do you want to tell them the wine word if you remember it our wine word uh, for this episode is going to be replay. Yes, ma'am, because I didn't remember it. I had to look at my notes. I scrambled for a sec, but uh, I did. Called an audible. And you, yeah, and you killed it, Mama. You're the best. Thank you. So I hope everyone gets shammered. That's kind of the goal here today um, is for you to get drunk. And if you don't like the word replay, just drink every time we say anything. It's always great. Um, and by the end of that, we won't care if you have ear coming out of your ears because whatever you're, you're all, you're all sevens by that yeah. time. So it's great. Um, so it's been a, it's been a really quick start to the season. Um, but immediately out of the gate, um, sticky stuff has taken place now sticky stuff. Of course, we went over pine tar stuff last episode. We actually got to hang out in person. We talked about pine tar. Um, and that was shortly after the memo that MLB sent out. And that was March 23rd. They're going to kind of crack down on some of these foreign substances. Check out that last episode. We don't have to go through it again, but both right out the gate, both you and I were impacted by it because Trevor Bauer happened to be the first guy to kind of get publicly, talked about how his the his base right. through against the A's which you know I was covering that game tell me a little bit about how 
the process of what what actually happened right so like the whatever the media made it out to be I always say this and I know I always shit on the media sorry Jess but like a majority of it was just kind of bullshit and fluff and there was no substance to it um nothing that matters no pun intended there was no substance to it correct (laughs) um because while again they did you know single out um you know, one specific player, um, MLB is, that was just the media. If we actually want to focus on what MLB is doing, what MLB is doing is they are taking samples of every ball. So if you talk to pitchers, they've all said like, yeah, they've taken a few of my, like a few of my balls. This is great because it's going to be so awkward, by the way, every time we say balls, because anytime I've had this conversation with people, it's like, yeah, they're investigating his balls and there's just no. I to make sure, yeah. In the post-game press conference, I said Trevor Bauer's baseballs, not Trevor Bauer's balls. Oh, that's because this entire time, like I've tried to have conversations with people and the, there was one, only one instance where I was able to like, not really laugh and be a child about it when I said it. And that was when I was, uh, not very happy talking to a reporter about yeah. it. Um, yeah. but aside from that, I like giggle every time it's like someone's at 69 and it's funny. Yeah. Um, it's so so at the end of the day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, um, anyways, so they are taking everybody's baseballs. Um, and just kind of keeping stock of them and really because they know that there's not much they can do there's no real way to prove much they just kind of want to actually like you know take take stock of what is happening and what they are finding but they can't do anything about it there's no way to prove it so they're not really Um, however and and they know that and that's why MLB and nobody is reaching out to any players or their agents or anything like that or the MLBPA because um, there's no nothing really that that they that can be done Um, everything kind of looks the same everything is what they expected but you know, it's whatever, they're just gathering data. Um, so as of right now, they, that's what they're doing. Uh, there are no actual like investigations for cheat. Like I've seen words thrown on like that. There's nothing going on of that sort. Um, and again, that's just because they have no process by which they could actually legitimately do it without just up and basically, you know, suspending you know, what, 80, 90% of pitchers at once. So um, right now they're not doing much um, except for, again, just kind of gathering information. Um, But of course, you know, the media does, you know, they, they need stories. They need something to kind of go after. And, you know, Bauer tends to be a uh, likable guy when it comes to that kind of stuff. So this is a great way to, you know, kind of, throw salt on his name or whatever um without actual without actually anything happening because he didn't do anything you know wrong or different so I guess like I guess the question that I would have is is just because this is a new memo this is a new quote rule this could just be part this is the gathering data part so and I remember I was talking to you about it and I mean, it was a weird situation for me just because like, I, I just, the way that I was told by a specific manager was this was just happening across the league. So 
them gathering up Trevor's, I'm going to quote samples, if you will, compared to somebody else. This could just be a part of the process of how they're going to move forward because we, they don't really have a blueprint, right? So, right. Okay. So I guess the way to, you know, why was Trevor's, was, was Trevor's different? Was what they did with Trevor any different? The answer to that is no, there was nothing different. What they did with Trevor's balls uh, was the exact same as what they've done with like hundreds of other balls up until this point. And what they found was was no different right the reason the only difference was media members decided to ask and find out where in get information that really actually is confidential they're not supposed to get um which is a problem in and of itself but they only inquired about one specific player so and then they wrote about it yeah and and so again is Are they doing anything different with Trevor's balls compared to other players' balls? Nope. Are they finding things any different with Trevor's balls compared to other balls? Nope. But they just report. All they did was report it. They they didn't want to. And we specifically asked media that some media people, "Did you look into it?" And they said, "No." Did you did you inquire about anybody else's balls? And the answer was just no. It wasn't that they did and they found nothing different and this was this was special. It was just, no, we just didn't ask. We didn't right, care. We course. just want to know about him. So again, what MLB is doing is no different with Trevor. They aren't actually singling Trevor out. They're taking it from everybody. But I want a sticker that says, did you inquire about anybody else's balls? I think momentum would happen. Yeah, I think we need shirts. Like, Did you inquire about anybody else's yeah. balls? something with balls like do you want to investigate my balls yeah yeah do you want to investigate my balls I will say that was a very cool moment for me only because I was just curious about how MLB was going to handle it and I had to put my big girl pants on and ask the question to Bob Melvin like hey did you see what happened I'm proud of you for asking that because I feel like in a way like for a second it seemed like you were asking a question and no one understood it or something and yeah I kind of felt like an idiot at one point no yeah but I was proud of you for you Yeah, Um, it was was a really fun time for me. I mean, at the end of the day, I got to, you know, talk about Trevor on TV. I got to the A's finally won a game. Like it was a good, it was a great day. Not a great day for, yeah. Have a great day, but you know what? It is either way. I think everyone should let us know though in the comments or like tweet at us if you would buy shirts that say, do you want to investigate my balls? Yeah. Um, or something of the sort. Something about ball inspection um, and making it toward. What a- if we just, what if we just got shirts to like chief ball inspector? Ooh. And like the background logo was like a, like a MLB type of logo type of thing. Yeah. I like that. Huh. I feel like it plays along with like our female role, like, you know, right. right. Um, everyone thinks we sexualize everything. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. I, so, so just to kind of stick with the theme, I do know, I mean, obviously it's new, it's experimental. I feel like I do want to play devil's advocate and, and say, we're still figuring shit out. And I don't even think they know what, what they would do if they were to discover something, but how could they improve this approach or how should they approach a player who may or may not be using a foreign substance? 
I mean, I think they, there's kind of like two ways to go about it. One is just change the baseballs in general, make them all have a, one consistent, like firm grip or something sprayed on it consistently. So everyone has the same and then you crack down. And I mean, you're checking, you know, our arms, everything for any sort of sticky stuff. I think that's way too complex. It's way too, uh, you know, there's still so many areas where like, it would be difficult. I think you just got to get rid of the rule because there is no way to, at this point, um, to really do it. And then what you're going to suspend, suspend a player. Um, I think that's crazy. Um, but, and especially when it's just so hard to really catch and it's just, it's too tough. I get it. And like, literally just, I think it was a few days before the season started, um, somebody reached out and they represent this company that creates a foreign substance. I'd have to look, it, I was so overwhelmed with work, but um, one of the ACE pitchers uses it. And they even sent me a quote from this pitcher saying like, oh, I use it. I, I swear by it with the gripping stuff. And I was like, I can't believe you want me to talk to this player, this pitcher after I think it was before the Trevor Bauer thing, but I was like, kind of surprised after all the stuff that came out. So I'm going to dive into that later. I just haven't, I mean, I've been busy doing other shit, but it was kind of interesting and it was a pretty prestigious picture. So obviously I don't know if it's going to be different from the time that they sent me this press release or whatever it was, but it was super interesting. Um, but yeah. Um, so we're going to switch gears right now. Um, continue with the theme with like some things that MLB needs to improve on. Um, we're going to switch to the uh, MLB replay system. I cannot tell you how much this play pissed me off, Rach. I couldn't sleep that night. I was so upset. I, and I couldn't sleep. Also, I got I just got the vaccine. So my mind was all over the fucking place. I wasn't feeling well. But after watching this play, you know, if, for those of you who don't know, Philly's infielder, Alec Bohm slid into um, slid home against the Braves a couple days ago. And he clearly did not touch home plate. So after you watch the replay, you can confirm because it's in slow-mo. He did not touch the plate. Um, there is one angle where he does. I feel like it looks like his heel. For sure. Him. For sure. For sure. Um, and so I understand where that's coming from. But you could see uh, Braves catcher Travis Darno just being flabbergasted. He did, I, I've never seen this man with any more of a blank look on his face. The replay... It was like he, you know, when you're playing like tackle football or no, no, you're playing flag football and you do the, in PE or something and you do those cool spin moves yeah. to like get out of the way. Like that's yeah. what he did at home plate, but like he missed home. The cutting. Yeah. So like fancy did yeah. a cool move. If and then I was telling Rachel before we pressed record, if he was safe, that would have been still would have been a dope move. Like I yeah. love that, but he was not safe. So my question, Rach, is what's the point of having a replay system if the replay system doesn't work? I mean, there is there is no point. The point of- and That's the end like, of our podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so yeah. much. <laughs> exactly. No, the point of replay is to get it right. That's why we have replay. And I think, look, I mean, everyone has been saying this over and over again. You know, uh, yeah, the same thing we just said. The point of replay is to get it right. Um, I think, you know, there's got to be a better way to go about replays so that we do get it right. And I don't know if that's something I like, do you have any ideas of what are, what's better? I heard an idea earlier today that I actually think is, is makes sense, but I'm curious yeah. if you have any. 
the one that I was interested in is maybe a former player or you have more advocates for the players association sitting in New York to review some of these things because they just know how certain things work um, or have them be a resource. Um, but I also know if you have too many cooks in the kitchen, I could see it getting too much or even like too many eyes or too much judging on. Cause I remember when I played, when I would put a tag on a girl or a guy, I made sure I did it quickly and I was done because if you keep it, you're the ball there, the umpire can judge you a little bit more and like right. see a little bit more. So you don't want too much human element, but you want enough human element. So I, I could see that. So but, I like the idea of having like a former player, former. But why? Wait. I'm confused about that one because to me, there's no, I mean, you've got players on both sides of this. It's not like this is MLB versus the players here, right? Like one player wants, you know, one set of players wants one thing outcome. The other one, the other group wants the other outcome. I think it's like a former player who just, the reason why I think is just because they just have a different mindset. Like they could see like the different, scenarios or like or like so say yeah. if, you know Travis Darno he's a catcher so 20 years from now he's looking at this play he remembers this specific play and he could be like oh I, I know where some of these angles could be on camera and right. I know where I need to grab I know the rule that's involved whether it's you know blocking the plate or not blocking the plate I feel like that's very beneficial and I'm not saying, you know, a lot of umpires, you don't see their resume of like a former MLB player, whatever, everything like that. So I feel like that could be beneficial, but you also, I feel like need somebody who's just tech savvy to know the angles of the actual cameras themselves. Right. So I feel like you need a balance of all of that. Um, just like, and it kind of reminds you just when I go on set, you're going to have me, but I want like a former player next to me as an analyst. And just so we can kind of see the different like views of everything. So, yeah, I like, to me though, like the way that you do better at getting it right, like just by pure use of replay. And this was, I'm not going to take credit for this one. This is, I heard um, Ben Verlander talking about this today. Um, his idea was when it goes to replay, the people in New York do not know what the initial call was. And they get to watch it at whatever angles they want. And then they, and it can't, the video cuts before they come out with, uh, or before the umpire, you know, makes the whatever call on the field that he made. And they basically just on the video they watch, they have no idea what the umpires called originally. They make a determination. And maybe you have a couple guys looking at it, whatever. I don't know exactly how it works, but then at that point, you know, you have, if it's clear and convincing, right, they all see it with all the angles they have that the umpires didn't have. They're like, yeah, it's clearly this, then there you go. Like then they, that's, that's the ruling. Or, and if it's like, you know, a couple of the guys are like still not positive, whatever they give their best, you know, what, what they think it would be. But then ultimately I think you look at what did the umpire call? And if it's, yeah, if all parties, even with the replay are still confused and like yeah it's not clear and convincing you don't overturn it like whatever the umpire called stands but I think you take this idea of the guys in New York they go into it knowing what the umpire called and sometimes I think they just like they just add ah, we don't want to deal with the hassle like let's right. just give it to what the umpire said right yeah yeah so yeah no and I agree on that on that part when they like you know I think it's important to have like a it's almost like having a therapist, right? Like a third party who has independently has yeah. no idea. Yeah. 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 I kind of like that idea. So, but I mean, 
whatever it's I, I like the fact that replay system exists. Wait, that's a good question. Do we need the replay system in baseball? We need yeah. it, correct? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because I think there's- Is there something that is more imperative than others? Like, do we need the replay system more for like fair foul? Do we need it for outs? Do we need it for pitches maybe? Like, I don't know. Well, I mean, pitches, I feel like then you're just getting into the automate, automated uh, strike zone. Right which I'm also in favor of a hybrid. I actually am too, but I like the idea. I like, I think we need like, I want people to know like a robot umpire doesn't mean like a robot. Like there, there needs to be human beings there. And, but I like that there's kind of a thing, but I will admit just because I've talked to so many pitchers, I know certain pitchers, I, I just geek out about this stuff. Like certain p- pitchers like an umpire who will call certain pitches for them. I know that's kind of fucked up, but like, I also know. Oh, absolutely. That's, that's human that's- element beauty right like there are pitchers who when I mean they go out there and they know this this guy tends to I have a wider strike zone or I don't yeah. and they pitch accordingly and I think that's a that's a skill it's crap it's, it's something it's, yeah yeah it, it makes it unique and that's why but like that's why I love the 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 hybrid thing because to me it's like you have your strike zone and anything that is basically you let the umpire make the call of whatever the pitch is if and then you have like a small width in and out of the strike zone, right? That is completely up to the umpire's discretion. Whatever he sees, that's what it is. But if he calls like a strike, that is clearly it's without that discretion. It's outside of the discretionary area, outside of the strike zone, like clearly a ball, it gets overturned automatically. And if it's clearly in the strike zone, like not in that discretionary area, and he calls a ball, it's overturned. Because like, to me, those are so obvious, like you can't get that wrong. That's not okay. Kind of thing. But I think there should be some area where it is discretionary and it's that you, it's the human element. Yeah, no, I agree. And I even, I, I do kind of like that we all bash on like Angel Hernandez and stuff like that's what I feel like the sport needs. Like, oh, you see Joe West out there, you know, certain people love Joe and certain people don't like type of deal. Like I do love that stuff. And I do like tweeting out that Angel Hernandez either is or is not calling a game type of a deal. Like, I don't know. People love to just bash on that guy. So I mean, they're out. Yeah. You gotta call a spade a spade. You know what I mean? Um, So yeah, so we agree. Like obviously the, uh, the MLB replay system is imperative. I think it's definitely, I think all sports need a replay system of some sort. But that's like kind of just that opens up a can of worms because you then you know little things like that. It's whatever. But I also I if do you want to ask one more thing. Go yeah. ahead. Oh, I was if you get rid of it too, I think to me it's a check, it's like checks and balances on it because if it's just solely up to an umpire or you know, a human, you can have things that are, you know, some shady stuff happen. I'm not saying that this happens frequently, but you know, where I don't know. I just like this idea that at the end of the day, we do have, we do have some sort of ability to go to technology to confirm stuff because while this might just be games to some people, it's a game and maybe, or it's a bet that you make like these for the players out there, it's their livelihood. Yeah. You know? Yeah, no, I agree. And then you have to, that's all the nitpicking and down to little things. Um, Cool. Well, before we get going um, and I let you go, can I just be honest? Like baseball feels normal again. For the yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, I mean, I was going to Dodger stadium and it took me 
forever to just like get into the parking lot. I'm like, wow, this is normal. The world like, is healing. Yeah. There's traffic in LA again. Like, yeah. The world is healing. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot, I think we had 11,000 fans, 10,000 fans on, on opening night at the A's game. That's a hundred percent normal for an A's yeah. game. Full, <laughs> that's, that's full capacity. That's full capacity. But I will say it, it was very loud. And um, I think ballparks are doing better this year. Maybe I'm wrong, but it seems like they're doing better at the sound system and making it seem more lively because yeah, but you can't go on live TV when it's so effing loud. It's a first world problem. I can't hear shit. And they do it on purpose. And I, I appreciate that. That's that's a knock I've always had on, on certain ballparks. Like I think the White Sox are doing an incredible job I've seen with some of like their light shows and like that cool aspect, because I mean, I used to go to a lot of White Sox games a couple of years ago and the, those games were just so like dead with like the organ music. And I was just like, Ugh, who wants to be, it's all gray and dreary. And you know, the, it just, I didn't enjoy it. Yeah. And like things look so much more hyped up out there. I love it. I agree. And, and, and you don't want to make it like too cheesy with all that extra stuff, but you need to find a balance of the organ playing and the light shows. You know, you got to find that. I'm out on the organ, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, but I also like when like the organ will play something like super unexpected, you know, like they'll play like, I don't know, whatever you kids listen to bad bunny or whatever. And you're like, that's interesting. Okay. Is that, that, but is bad bunny a a thing? That's a thing. Yeah. I don't know. Shit. Only two guys in the A's walk out to my music. So I hear you. <laughs> but when I go to a Giants game, they're all listening to country music. So I'm like, that's good. Yeehaw. Yeah, yeah. Well, Rachel, you've been fantastic. Thanks for another. Likewise, Jess. Thanks. And I think in the next couple of episodes, I'm going to try to switch some things up. I'm going to have Rachel ask me some media questions. Like, what do I deal with during a season? Yeah, we got to do that because this is your time to shine now. This is yeah, this is true. Finally, I get Rachel back. And now oh, you, you don't want, I'm going to grill you. I'm going to be, you know, you know, you know, I hate to you. <laughs> yeah, she's going to project all the things she hates about the media yeah. onto me. And I'm it's like with a lawyer twist to it. So you're going to hate, you're going to feel like you're being interrogated, not interviewed. Okay. I mean, I've, I've watched a lot of CSI. Like I think I'm okay. I've got this. Well, then stay tuned, folks. I'm like scared now. (laughs) There's an interrogation coming. 